Hey y'all, it's your girl Zaria, aka Black Phoebe Hollowell, and I'm back with another podcast. How are you guys doing? I hope that you guys had a productive week and you fulfilled some of your errands or whatever manifestations that you wanted to come to. I hope that something good happened to you this week. Um, my update, uh, nothing really out of the, you know, craziness. There's nothing really that was you know, that exciting. I'm not gonna lie. This week I have still been going to the gym, working out, trying to, you know, get the body that I want. Um, I've been taking my vitamins more. Um, pretty much same old, same old. It's nothing that exciting, you guys. Uh, you know, just life being annoying as it always is. Adulthood is real ghetto out here. That's all I can say. That I think that's the update I can give is that adulthood is real. Elm Street, Nightmare Elm Street, like, adulthood is terrible, I hate it here, but, um, let's ignore the airplane, I think you guys can't hear, every time I think you guys can hear the airplane, you don't hear it, but, um, this is episode 13, you guys, this topic today, I, it's always been heavily on my chest, life for a while now, and I think it's something that I want to discuss. I kind of discussed it in some of my podcast episodes, but I never went into thorough detail about it. So I got two things I want to talk about today. I think I want to talk about like the sexualization of a woman who is thicker or just have like, you know, a more of a rounder buttocks or a butt, you know, I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about my experience with men who only will will be attractive, not even attractive, but will only have a sexual relationship with girls that they don't think is deemed worthy of being their front front girl. Like, the front girl is going to be the one they date, the one they post, all these things. But the one they are going to hook up with, it don't look nothing like their front girl. So, I don't even know how I'm going to make that as a title, but you guys know what I'm saying. Okay, so, regarding, you know, being over-sexualized with the body that I have, um, I don't, you know, like, you know, I, I work out for this body and, you know, I, I, I mean, I always had a shape, you know, I'd always had like a shape or whatever you guys like, but you know, I, over the years, this body has progressed and I noticed like how more I'm treated. Like before when people weren't, you know, attracted to me, they didn't treat me so good. Like, I noticed that the guys, you know, from middle school are suddenly now attracted to me, but they weren't attracted to me in middle school because I didn't have that body that they thought or deemed as worthy of being, you know, attractive or even deemed me like worthy of being treated right. You know, men will only treat you right if you're, if you look a certain way, you know? So, you know, now it it's got to the point where I deleted like I had an account on Instagram that I was you know more raunchier on where I showed my body more on you know and I deleted it because I just feel like I don't want to be sexualized anymore and it's like I am a sexual being and I'm openly sexual but that doesn't mean I just want to fuck everybody you know like I've been told by someone who's not my friend no more I mentioned this person in a few of my podcasts we're not friends at the moment Maybe one day we'll reconcile, but I am not friends with this person because they said, they always said, like, just mean things to me. And one of the things that they said was, well, you know, if you're putting your body out like that, it's giving the energy that you put out. Like, what? 
Like, what does that mean? And and I feel like, like people over at Zach because I had a friend that said that my, you know, Instagram gets off sex burger vibe, and I think that's over exaggeration because whenever I post my body, I don't be all the way, you know, I be close. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's very much annoying because I feel like I don't really, like, I post my body if I'm, like, at the gym and I post my butt and that's it. I don't full-blown, you know, I post other things, you know. It's a whole theme to my Instagram. And I don't know. It just, like, just, I just deleted that Instagram. I've been thinking about deleting, you know, OnlyFans as well. Like, anything that has to do with me being sexualized, I just don't want to deal with it. I even turned off my story replies so that men can't reply to my story and be like, mm, you look cute or, you know, that doesn't work. <laughs> like, they still just DM you separately. Like, and it, I, I'll turn my story replies back on because everybody would be like, oh, I want to, you know, reply to your story. I want to, you know, I want to, you know, laugh at your jokes. So I, tur- I turn my story replies back on. But it's still, like, I just can't, honestly, I just can't wait to Instagram gets a feature where you can, like, monitor who can DM you. Because I will turn that shit off. Because I'm, like, I just don't want to feel like I have to please everybody. Like, I have to. You know, I just want to turn everything off and just, like, post what I want. Don't care about anybody's opinion. And I always don't care about opinion. Because that's why I continue to be the person that I am. But as far as, like... You know, being sexual, I, I just want to, like, stop it. Like, I just, like, I just want to post my body because I look good. And I feel like, and I feel good. I work, I go to the gym. I work out for this body. I just feel like I want to post it without someone sexualizing me, you know? But it's always going to be like that. People sexualize twerking. People sexualize body parts on women. So, it just, it gets draining and it feels like, like, I thought about, like, maybe if I come off as another personality, like, oh, I'm this type of person that maybe men will try to want to be in an official relationship with me other than just, like, you know, just hook up with me. But that doesn't work. I don't know what it is about my love life or whatever, but I'm just sick of that, and I just don't want to associate it associate with it anymore. This being over-sexualized is just draining, and it really takes a toll on your mental health. And I know people will be like, oh, like you got, I know like when it comes to women who are thicker or whatever, people are like, oh, you have the body that's like cherished right now and the body that's hyped up right now. But there is some cons to it, you know, like having a certain body type where it's very deemed this whatever in society is just like, they, you'll get over-sexualized and it's just like so draining. It's also like dark-skinned women aren't even considered attractive unless they have a large ass and are oiled up and you know, they're better size, so it's just so draining, like, I just honestly thought about just deleting everything about my body off my page, and I'm like, y'all just gonna have to see the real me, this me, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, but let's get on to the next topic where I said I wanted to talk about, like, you know, men who only, you know, have sex with women who they wouldn't, who they wouldn't make their girlfriend, based off their appearance, not just, like, based off of who they are or care, they're just based off their appearance, so, you know, like, I, this, I'm gonna talk about a person that I've known, and, you know, technically, I, I, I wasn't even that hurt by it, because I knew what kind of person he was, and I knew what he liked, I tend to attract 
biracial men or lighter skinned men with a certain type of hair texture. I attract all men. I talk dark skinned men. I attract all that. But the men I seem to get into court, like chaos with is with the lighter skinned men with the certain hair texture. And one one person that I, you know, I was talking to, he never liked me. Um, let's talk about this. I was 18 when I was working at the movie theaters. Uh, that was my first job working at the movie theaters. And I met this person there. He, he got hired probably like two months after me or whatever. And, you know, I had a crush on him, but I don't think he ever found me attractive. And, okay, that's fine, whatever. And, you know, I did tell that he had a type, you know, just based off who he would, you know, talk about or just like, like, it would always be like the lighter skinned girls or something, or it would be just like a girl that had, even if they're not only attracted to like a lighter skinned girl, if they are attracted to a brown skinned woman or a dark skinned woman, she has certain features. She looks like Tatiana Ali. She has coily hair. She has certain features on her face that I do not have. Like I have black ass features. Like I have a big ass nose. I have big lips. Like I'm black as shit. Like I, like I'm black. Like, so you know, so the whole month of us working there at the movie theaters, I didn't, it's funny because I really didn't, what made me stop liking him is that he started being anti-black, like, which is funny because he's so into his culture, his black side now, which is funny, he, honestly, I, I, he's black and Asian, and the mother, guess who the mother is, the mother's the Asian one, so it's like, I don't know. It's funny how he's trying to be so into his culture. A lot of mixed people do that. Like, they, when they're younger, they go through that little anti-black phase. And then when they get older, suddenly they want to be into their blacker side. And I, I experienced it firsthand with these men multiple times. So this person, we're going to call him Omarion. We're going to call him Omarion. <laughs> we're going to call him... Okay, so Omarion, he... So I met him at the movie theaters, and like I said, like, you know, what made me stop liking him is that he, he just so anti-black, like, he started saying stuff, but I forgot, like, it was like, what happened was at the movie theaters, I think, like, some people were fighting, or they were trying to steal, I couldn't remember what it was, and he said to our co-worker and was like, oh, they're just, the reason why they did that is because they're black. So I was like, I looked at him, and I'm like, what the fuck? And at this time, only friends he had were all the Hispanic, like, dudes. That was the only friends that he had at the time. He had no fucking black ass. He had no black friends. I noticed that because, you know, I'm a creep. I would creep on Omarion's page and look and see, like, what, you know, like, I'm a creep. I don't care what anybody say. I'm an FBI agent. I am a Virgo. I got to know your life. I need to know things. Like, I need to know things. And so, you know... Like, you know, like, honestly, like, all my friends weren't black either, but, like, I didn't, I wasn't saying shit like this, you know? I would say, like, dumbass shit, but it wasn't, no, like, he just said that, and that was, like, one reason why I just distanced myself from him. Also, I just, you know, never thought he thought I was attracted, so I didn't care. So what happened was I got fired from the movie theaters months later or whatever. Actually, what happened before that, before I got fired from movie theaters, I thought he... I started, like, um, I slid in his DMs, and we were talking, but, you know, nothing happened, and then he unfollowed me on Instagram, so, and then that was it, and then his Instagram got hacked, so, anyway, after that, so, it was, like, I didn't, I, I would see him around, and, like, I had bumped into him at our local mall, like, you go into that mall, you see everyone, 
And like I had bumped into him at our mall, but we didn't say nothing. He just stopped and looked at me and I looked at him and we kept walking. It was definitely a, like a movie scene. We didn't say shit to each other. So I haven't seen him in years. So one time, you know, I'm going through shit with my little abusive ex who I talk about all the time in the podcast. You know, I was going through my little shit with my abusive ex. And like, I was like, I never do anything like with anyone like I just want to I haven't experienced anything outside of this person I want to experience things outside this person basically so I was like I want to know what Omarion's doing so I you know I would creep on Omarion's page or whatever see what he's doing look at his pictures buying what you know because he had made a new page so what happened was I just started liking Omarion's pictures and this is around I got Fire from the movie in 2016. I saw him in, like, the mall 2017. And then I, this is 2019, where I started liking his pictures. And, like, he DM'd me and was like, damn, how long has this been? I'm like, it's been about, like, three, four years. He was like, damn, that's crazy. After that, I was like, nothing happened. We were just talking, updating each other. Then later, months later, around November 2019, he hits me up. And he's like, what you doing today? And I was like, nothing. He was like, you want to go to the beach? I'm like, sure. I'm like, whatever. So I got dressed, put my makeup on, put my wig on, whatever. I was looking cute and my booty bigger now. So now, like, suddenly this person has an attraction to me because I have a different body now. But I still had that body when I was working with Lutia. Honestly, I just, you know, didn't show it. So what happened was... I, you know, got to the beach. I, you know, we met up at the beach, and all of a sudden, he started putting his arm around me and stuff like that. I was just like, I was just weird, because I wasn't expecting that. I thought we were just going to go to the beach, drink a little, sit on the beach, whatever. But no, y'all, he he was putting the moves on me. And I was like, this is weird. You know, he didn't like me back then, so. And, you know, what happened was he told me he's going to jail. <laughs> he told me he's going to jail in, um... Fucking like two, like in the like he said like two weeks, and then so he ended up going to jail, and on because when I was searching him, I was still like I told you I was still like look up a Marion and like see what he's doing and whatever, and you know like he I noticed that he had a rest record. I'm like, bro, this motherfucker has problems. But what happened was on Marion, you know, he said he's going to jail for two weeks. So I immediately got disappointed. I'm like, damn, he's going to jail like <laughs> two weeks. So, you know, we, nothing happened. Like, we just made out. My friends started to come to hang out with us and stuff like that. And it's a, it's a long story, y'all. I ain't gonna get, I'm only gonna talk about Amarion today, but it's a long story. So, he went to jail. He was in jail, like, for six months. He didn't get out till, like, March 2020, which was, like, the beginning of the pandemic. Um, his jail let him out on an early release because... Um, because of the pandemic, you know, they said that they needed the, they needed the, you know, the jail for actual more serious, you know, crimes. And actually, I mean, he was on there for a felony, you know, but like they, you know, because of the pandemic, they were letting a lot of people out of jail because of the pandemic. So mind this, like, you know, I'm like hitting him, like I would send him stuff in jail. Like I would send him like packages like that I found on the internet where they, you know, provide for that particular jail and I didn't go visit him because, like, he, it was all the way in uh, fucking Sacramento. He went to jail in Sacramento. And when he hung out with he hung out with me, it was in Los Angeles. But he went back to Sacramento and then turned himself in. So I was sending him stuff in jail. Like, I just don't. I'm a, really a clown. Like, 
I really need to go find my shoes and put on my clown shoes and put them on because I'm really a clown. Like, I'm really a fucking clown. Like, walk it. I need to just walk in. Like, and I need really a clown motel. I need to check into clown motel. But anyway, you know, he said he would have called me if he was in jail. If he knew my number by her. I'm like, mm, whatever. So one time his sister DM me and told, you know, he told his sister to tell me thank you for the, you know, the packages and shit. Sorry, right, he gets out of jail, y'all, right? Um, when he gets out of jail, I didn't see him until June 2020 that year. And we hung out, you know, same old thing. He never, like, we didn't kiss and shit. Like, it was weird. Like, I was just like, maybe he thought when I was, when you know, before he went into jail that I would give him, you know, some. So he could have some little last-minute coochie before he went into jail. I think that's what it was. Because when he, in June 2020, like, we were just dancing and, you know, whatever, outside in Hollywood. But... He didn't kiss me. He didn't do nothing. Else, none of that. Like he did before. So I'm like, okay. But honestly, y'all, months go by. We still talk. I still check on him, whatever. And one time I told him, like, I got, I finally got my apartment. And like at the end of 2020, I told him he can come visit LA because he lives in Sacramento. So I told him he can come visit LA and stay with me anytime. The whole stay turned into a whole motherfucking, like, month. But. Like, I didn't care. I thought, you know, I was I was cooking us fucking food, spaghetti, all this. I was cooking us, like, I was, like, a real, like, like, real, like, he was using me the whole time. But I was, like, a real motherfucking, like, down to everything. Like, I was doing stuff, like, y'all, and, like, he did so much shitty things. Like, he would always, like, ask me to buy him this stuff, and I'm a clown. Like I said, y'all, I'm a clown. I, um, like, before, this is the warning. For all the clowns out here, yes, I am a clown. Yes, whatever. I do clown shit. But I really care for this person. Like, I really care for this person. And, you know, they just bit me in the ass. But um, after that, you know, shit kept going down. He finally left. He went back to Sacramento. And something happened. I'm just going to go. Well, I'm going to just go into, I'm going to skip the whole situation. It's a long ass story with that situation. But he told his friend that, you know, been that been wanting to get with me ever since he's met me, that he didn't really care if he got with me and that was ugly. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, all the shit I've done for you and I'm ugly. I sent your raggedy ass stuff in jail. I could have let you eat that goddamn Perkabina wieners in jail. The slop. I could have had you eating this fucking slop in jail instead of the stuff I sent you. I'm like, wow, I really need to be out here doing stuff for a lot of people and it just come and bite me in the ass. But I do believe I don't do anything for people in return. What I want in return is good energy. And I asked my ancestor to return good energy in my way. Nothing in return. I just want good energy. Yeah, that's all. Good things, good positivity in my life. And, you know, I just, I told him, you know, I cursed him out, texted him, and was like, you really ain't, like, you're really a terrible person to do that to someone, you know? You don't have to find me attractive. Like, you don't, you're not obligated to find me attractive. You don't have to. But to say that, you know, about me after everything I've done to you, I mean, done for you, is just, you know, wow. But he clearly has a type. When he was staying with me, it was like he always had to, like, talk about a certain woman and to, like, you know... To, like, it was, like, he kept doing it to, like, piss me off. And I was just, like, boy, I don't give a shit. 
But he would talk about women like India Love Westbrook. If you're not familiar, India Love Westbrook is like a girl from L.A. that's popular. She's been a girl from L.A. that's always been like social media popper, popular. Uh, he would talk about like Laura London. All these girls are fucking light-skinned. Like you have a type. Like you have a type and we get it. Like you, you could have just left my ass alone. Like you clearly only wanted me to do sexual things for your favor. But the front woman that you want is going to be a lighter a lighter skinned woman or a woman who doesn't have the features that I have. He clearly has a type and it's a woman that looked like him. He has like three C hair. So he wants women who look like him and that's fine. Whatever. It's fucking colored, but whatever you're going to do you believe me the hell out of it. And that's what a lot of men do in my life. They're I'm not their fucking type for, I'm not their front type. Like who they're going to make their girlfriend that I, I experienced that with my non-black partners too, who are Hispanic. They're going to make a non-black woman their forefront who they're going to take home, but I'm just a side piece of ass just because I have a fat ass. Like, that's <laughs> that's the shit I'm talking about. And I did a YouTube... I'm going to put a link of my YouTube video in the in the, um, in the the caption of this video. And I'm going to... Because I talked about this. I called the Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio effect. I made a YouTube video about it. It's basically like... Leonardo DiCaprio has a history of like dating black women he like dated naomi campbell he dated quincy jones daughter kadata kadata was also engaged to tupac at the time of his death if you're not familiar with that and like you never know that because that's not the women that he's putting on the red carpet lena DiCaprio gonna put gonna put a blonde blue-eyed girl on the cap on the carpet with him but he's not gonna have naomi campbell even though naomi campbell is a celebrity and more hat shit like as successful as him but he's not gonna do that because that's not the woman that he wants to be his forefront woman. And, like, I experienced that a lot, and it's so draining. And it's, honestly, I just back away from the situation if I see that they have a type. And that's also, I'm dealing with that again with another guy. He's from Chicago. He's, you know, black. He's actually, I don't know if he's mixed or not, but he has a certain hair type. He has, like, probably, like, 3C hair, but his hair is in locks. But he clearly has a type, and he keeps, like, bothering me. He made a TikTok. I'd be creeping on his, like, you know, TikTok. But I crept on his TikTok, and he used the Dr. Umar voiceover about how he wants an African queen with nappy hair, big lips, big nose. And every single woman that I've seen him post publicly are either, like, they're not lighter. They will be light, but then, like, if one girl, the, the most recent girl is, like, brown skin, but she still has, like, 3C hair. Like... Shut up. You do not. You Shut up. Like, you. <laughs> it's clear that he has a type. And I'm tired of being people's fetishization. Like, you know, like, I'm really sick of it. I have no desire to be anybody's fetishization anymore. I am growing as a person. And I really just, I'm tired of it. You know, like, I'm so tired of it. And it seems like those are the men that I attract. And it's so draining. I'm so over it. Like, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. But, yeah, y'all. I just, I just, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. Like, but I'm going to link my YouTube video about Leonardo DiCaprio in the bio. So y'all can watch it if you're interested. But I'll talk about it. Like, it's called the Leonardo DiCaprio effect, in my opinion. Like, it just, I coined that term, okay? Like, dating someone on the low, but the forefront woman is going to be what you perceive as more worthy to be shown off or more attractive in your eye but all right you guys i'm gonna go this is like a shorter podcast than my usual podcast but 
I got stuff to do today, but and it's my grandfather. My grandfather turned 90 on the uh, June 22nd. I'm very happy that he turned 90. I'm glad that he lived to see 90, and we're gonna have a little birthday party for him. And you know, I'm you know, I'm kind of sad that my dad didn't get to make it to that age. I, I thought that he was gonna make it to that age, but I'm very excited, and I hope you guys have a good remaining of your week. Please, please continue to do something productive this week, and I hope that you guys continue to flourish. Thank you so much. Please tune in to my other podcast, and I'll see you guys next Saturday. I'm going to make sure to do it on Saturday and not on Sunday. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have a good day. Thank you for so much for listening.